0: welcome to the full 360 with robin and john robin when the aztec civilization mm-hmm. discovered the avocado tree and the avocados growing from the tree they named them aguacatl <laughs> pronounce something like that okay. all right i hope i hope i'm doing that some justice um now, that also means testicle. Oh, my. And the reason they named them that was because they grow in pairs. And, <laughs> you know, before we descend into uh, <laughs> two grown men making jokes like that.
1: Before we, before we plummet back about 30 years in maturity. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, so basically avocado comes from the word for testicle.
1: Wow. That uh, makes them a lot less appealing, I have to say. Uh, <laughs> I I actually didn't know they grew up in Paris. That uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's interesting. And um, the fact that they have this alternate meaning, it makes me think about like the origins of so many things that we come across every day. That we have no idea about you know
1: right that we just kind of take for granted as well that's what it's called so that's what i'm calling it exactly the actual, yeah
0: i mean for us you know the aztec civilization is um, is hist- in history now and yet a word that i use probably almost every day because I, I do enjoy an avocado. have you bought any avocados do we have any avocados i
1: thought you were gonna say testicles
0: yeah well there we go so it turns out i am saying testicles every day (laughs) karen did you pick up the testicles from the supermarket (laughs) and they were
1: two for one two for one right
0: Um, (laughs) they're not quite right though Uh uh-oh it's happening (laughs) roughly
1: okay let's stop that um you're right though it, and it is interesting that um, when you when you think about uh, the English the English language and the word avocado, I feel like the Aztecs are pretty far removed from that, and yet there it is so I'm going to assume it's gone through other cultures before it got to the English language but yeah,
0: it kind of got changed a little, changed a little. Like so many words, like all, etymology is full of all these little, oh, it becomes a bit more like that, and then people pronounce right. it slightly differently and, and right. until we have what we have today. And maybe in another thousand years, a lot of the words we use now will be very different. But what's interesting as well is like the sound, you know, and the sound, because mm. our brains are really just hearing sounds and then translating them into true into what makes sense to us but like I think about that one of my favorite examples of that is you know the the Buddhist word om mm-hmm yeah which is like something that you chant to uh, like lift your consciousness right now there's no relationship between the word om and it, well that's actually a sound um, right. and our word our English word for home And yet, they're so similar. Right. And for me, like, the word home, out of all the words in the English language, it's got a special meaning about, like, place and center and Mm -hmm. where my consciousness lives and where it kind of adventures out from. And I think that's pretty similar to what monks chant OM for, is to connect with that, like, Root of the universe kind of thing
1: that that's interesting you know, when you going back to them it being our brains interpreting sound it sounds you know even um even like a bird singing you know bird even bird chirps or um really anything um, they evoke an emotion, and so I think you're absolutely right you know ohm and home they're they're evoking that same. Uh, I know I didn't do them justice there with the ohm and the home, and I, I need to. <laughs> but I, I know that I know, but but they evoke Just the say, same. Say a little um, deeper and longer. it but but it does evoke that same um, peaceful feeling, um, and yet at the same time, there may be someone that hears the word home that doesn't feel that way. Right. That that sound, that translation of the home for you is a peaceful, centered place. And I mean, without making, any, without making any drastic leaps, I'm sure there are people that feel differently about mm-hmm. that. So even that's interesting, where um, on an individual level, we might have a different interpretation of a word yeah. based on the sound.
0: And then do we, do we necessarily share certain inclinations? Like, I mean, I'm, you know, drawn to aspects of Buddhism and, and, and the whole idea of, say, you know, just sounding out home and and what you can experience in your consciousness and your awareness but maybe that's because I have such a good relationship with the word home as well right you know, like that thing about dentists often become dentists and right. Larrys right. often become lawyers we talked lawyers. about that before right so right. there is yeah. that like subtle thing so i guess the question is is you know do you do you enjoy a nice uh, Smashed avocado on toast.
1: Well, I knew we were going back to <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> one uh, after, one.
1: <laughs> so after this conversation, I don't think I'm ever going to enjoy an avocado again.
0: Oh, no. Okay, well, I'll leave you with one final part. Agua- right. aguacato, right? Guac. Okay, you got that in Whoa. there? Recognizing the connection? Got the guacom- and, yeah. and, I'll, and I'll just let you know that mole translated yeah. into sauce. So I'll let you uh, draw your own conclusions from that one. Oh, testicle sauce. (laughs) (laughs) You had to say it.